The following is an at-will presentation. Welcome to The Marrow, conversations with creatives about who they are and why they make what they make. I'm your host, Josh Reebok. Today I'm talking with model Mina Svetkovic. Svetkovic. Yes, you're pretty close, but it's Svetkovic. Svetkovic. Okay, that's much better. I'm really, I'm, <laughs> I'm really trying. I'm really a week from now. I, pr- I promise I'm gonna have. So you are you are a model. Yes. Uh, you you have collaborated with Versace, with Valentino, Vogue, Elle, Dolce and Gabbana, Chanel, on and on and on. I mean, yep. it's really your your work is really really Thank remarkable. You. I mean, even even getting ready. Um, <laughs> To sit with you here and just talk. I mean, I was so, like, image after image. I was Thank just Thank you. That's stunned. so nice. You grew up, you were born in Serbia yes. and raised in Serbia. So t- tell me about what life yes. was growing up. Uh, it was interesting, you know. I come from, like, a, I have only one sister. I come from a really nice family, I can say. We're really close, like aunts, uncles, my grandparents, uh, growing up in Serbia, it's it was you know just like a regular childhood. Like, mm. but for us, like public schools are the best schools. Like that's so different than I think here. Education is for free. Like, mm. the best schools are for free. Like you just have to have the good grades, and stuff like like medical. It's for free. Like the best <laughs> doctor works in yeah. public. You know, like mm. stuff like that. I mean, now it's changed a little because I think Serbia went through so much. Like, well, I think, like, we had a war in 92, not think I know. <laughs> I was three years old, and yeah. then in 99, mm. we had bombing, mm. which I was, like, 11 or, mm. like, 10. So, yeah, it's been through a lot, but all in all, I'm, like, you know, I have really good memories from there. Do you have a best, a best childhood memory? Uh, sure. My grandparents, I would say, they're my best memory. We, hmm. we spent every like vacation or summer or we didn't want to go to a seaside. We didn't go want to go mountains. We just wanted to go there because all hmm. the grandkids would come from other one in the neighborhood. Yeah. And we would spend all the time outside, like summer, winter. My grandparents made a little pool for us. Hmm. And it was the those are the best memories, I have to say, like. Just the fields, like we would yeah. go, like mushroom picking, berry picking, <laughs> like so many things. Like wow. it was really great. Do you get to go back and visit still? Yes, I was there actually ten, no, two weeks ago. Okay. I went to see them, but now I go see them for like a day or two because I'm always short on time. Yeah, well, and that and that had to have made the fact that you're as close to your family, and I, w- I wish everyone listening could see the way yeah. your your face just kind of brightens when you talk about your family because it really does but I would think that the fact that you were so close and you are so close made it that much more difficult to leave and and pursue this creative field that you have for sure but it made it also very easy because I had like the support like a full support and Mm -hmm. they were always there for me and my mom would always like tell me you know, when it, things get tough and mm-hmm. things, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Sometimes mm-hmm. it gets too crazy. And, mm-hmm. you know, this job is also a lot about rejections that I don't think yeah. they're personal. It's just business-wise. But my mom would be like, listen, just go get him. She's mm-hmm. like, you can always come back. We're always here. We're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. She's like, you can do this. Like, you know, like, yeah. it's not like you're alone or anything. Like, just go and do it. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you remember your first modeling gig like do you remember the first thing you did uh yeah i remember it was um uh my first time i traveled was in milan and i spent a month there 
the first job I did was a show for Just Cavalli. Hmm. I had to do like some looks for them. I'll, that's like when before the show, when a stylist and a designer work with a model, creating the looks for the show, what okay. should put, be put together. Yeah. So you spend a little bit of time with them. It's usually hmm. with the new girls. They get to know you, see you, you know. So they g- gave me the job. Of course, they gave me the show, mm. and the shoes were so hard to walk in. I, <laughs> I remember it was the scariest thing. And they kind of like modified them. They took the straps, so they kept coming off, and I was terrified. I remember walking <laughs> out there, and my eyes were just huge. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, this is the worst thing ever." I'm like, "It's my first show. I'm like not good at this." <laughs> but it came. Yeah, I yeah. survived. Well, and you and you may have answered. I mean, I was. I mean. I mean, Mina, your 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 creative field to me and your craft um, is kind of mind-boggling. In that, I am I am terrified and get so anxious to have my photograph taken, even if it's just like me, you know, in front of a random Starbucks. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. I I I feel this wave of like insecurity and self consciousness that seems to well up the moment I see a camera put on me. So the fact that you, um, you know, not not only that you have chosen to express yourself in this way in the world, but the fact that you flourish at it is so mind-boggling. And so you kind of answered something that I'm already thinking about, but you do experience in the midst of this, it sounds like, some of those things that even no, I would feel. No, for sure, yes, definitely, like some... Uh, you know, with time, of course, you know, you get more confident. Mm-hmm. But when I started, of course, I was always like, oh, my God, is this good? Is this not? You know, yeah. like the way, the look, the angles. But once you get to know yourself in front and you mm-hmm. like really feel, you feel confident. And I think I didn't do any like pre-job or preschool for this, you know, yeah. like no yeah, one prepared right. me. I was just thrown into this. Mm-hmm. It comes like really kind of natural. And I remember when I first came to New York, they made me do like 40 test shoots, which I, um, it's like a photo- like a new photographer, new stylist, they need a model. It's not to be published anywhere or anything, but you're building your portfolio, so it's good for mm. a girl, for them. So that's when you do those test shoots, and it's usually in the beginning. Mm. And I have a really great agency that made me do 40 of those. Mm. So I was really ready, like, when I really got the, the you know, the good jobs. Yeah. So it's really all experience, I think. But now for me, when I take, have to take my personal photo, like, I, I feel like I suck at it. I'm like, oh, my God. Maybe because I see all these photos that are done, like, by professionals. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not good at this. Like, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, like, when the camera comes on and I'm at work, it's, like, completely different thing. You just don't think about it anymore. It is, just comes. Is there a way that you mentally or emotionally prepare yourself for a shoot or for a runway? Uh, some things are more like challenging and you're more excited. It depends mm. of like the kind of like creativeness is it, what kind of photographer or yeah. what kind of designer, what show you're walking. But I think with the shoots, like you prepare just by rest, <laughs> I would mm. say, you know, yeah. like come there ready and be professional mm. and be in time and work hard. I think that's that's the way, you know, and some you don't know what's going to happen, what kind of mood they want. They tell you everything in their own spot. Wow. So you, so you, you really have to, like, be clear. Yeah. Like, wow. you don't know what's going on until you're there. 
So you really have to, which I think it's in a way it's good. Yeah. Because it's that element of like surprise, improvise. So, you know, mm. you're not stuck in one dimension. Like yeah, you right. think that's the way. Yeah. I think it gives you more freedom. Yeah. Which right. is nice. But the shows are like, it, it's different. Like, sure, there's a little bit of like, before you have to hit the stage, especially something big, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my God, oh my God. But then like, once I walk out, I... I really don't see anything. I just see the runway, that light. I don't even see the people. You don't Mm -hmm. see anything. Mm -hmm. Like, you're just looking straight. Well, and that, 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 like, uh, that mentality, I mean, and that ability to kind of be uninhibited when you're creating, to me, is so important. So I'm, I, I'm finishing my third book now. And, Finishing, fi- finishing in the writing world is like this very ambiguous term that could either mean you've written the written the preface or that you're actually almost done. In this case, I'm actually almost done, but I'm continually reminded of how much self consciousness or um, lack of an ability to release inhibitions, or maybe even call it vanity, how those things can so easily cre- uh, corrupt a creative work. Because then in the process of for me writing or for you walking a runway or trying to capture a particular emotion or sentiment on print, all of a sudden I'm not thinking about the art. I'm thinking about me as the artist. I'm thinking about how am I going to be perceived? How am I going to be judged? You're absolutely right. I I start thinking – I start making decisions in the midst of writing to avoid criticism or to somehow – harvest praise and it's like in the midst of that i end up i i feel like i end up contaminating the work in order to somehow yeah. think that i can um protect myself so i and I, I may have mentioned this on this um show before and, and this will lead me to say something about your work as a complete amateur eye i i, I really want to ask you about um but t.s Eliot said that uh writing is the art of self-extinction and and here, even just hearing you talk about modeling and even with some of the other creative people we've had on this show, I, I just sense that as this theme that like for all creatives in order to make the kind of work that, that we really pine to, to make and to really kind of reach these pinnacles that we want creatively, there has to be this point where we stop thinking about us and you let instinct take over. And where you stop being so calculated and it seems like only then, and this is this is what I, one of the things that I, I've instantly become such an admirer of your work, is that's when it feels um, sincere. Yeah. And that's when it feels genuine. And when I, when I look, th- there were two, there were two photographs in particular and I, I mean, I should have been way more productive with, with writing this afternoon, but I was really just mesmerized by, by so much of, of your work and the way you've collaborated with others. But there was there was one in particular, and I'm not going to be able to do it justice um, just verbally, but where it's a black and white shot and you almost have this like black swan quality to the way you look. And I I mean, when we're done, I can show show you the one. But (laughs) thank you. But you were able to just I felt anguish like I felt what I perceived to be your anguish. And it felt like it was one of those moments where. You know, Picasso says that painting in painting, are you trying to capture someone's face or what's behind it? And it felt like in so much of your work, you capture what's behind your face, that genuine emotion. And and I think I don't know if there's an answer to this, but I, I think for me and for anybody, I think I just go, how do you get yourself there? 
I I really don't know. Like <laughs> it's uh, sometimes it's the projects inspire you. It's the people. I think it's really important who is beca- behind the camera. Mm. Like for us, like we don't have just you have connection with yourself and mm-hmm. you can. But you have to like I always say modeling is a teamwork, you know, mm-hmm. from start, from the designer making the clothes, from the runway, from mm. editors, from critics, from agents picking the models, mm. from casting directors and then coming all together to to the pages of the magazines or, you know, like it influenced where this is all going and what things we're going to buy and what's going to be in we're wearing, you know, like yeah. denims. I don't know. like, But it's really important who you have like with you, like. Mm. Some things like really inspire you, like some some people really get it out of you. Like I have some people that want like everything and now and crazy and you're like, <laughs> okay, fine. And you go with it. Some people just want to like sit there and you're like, for a model, that's the worst thing. Mm. I think when they tell you just sit there and you're like, yeah, but you feel so like uncomfortable. But then they're like, just look at me, you know, like mm. just like forget everything, you know, just mm. like connect and look yeah. and this. And then you slowly start building, I think, sometimes from those moments. Hmm. Yeah, and it's. I think it's all like, it's just environment also, you know? Yeah. You know when you have people that you're like, okay, these really don't inspire you? Like, yeah, sure. Like in every job, like mm-hmm. modeling is the same thing. Hmm. But I mean, you know, like you, you have to like do your best. That's what I always look for. I'm yeah. like, just do your best. And that's such a, I mean, that's such a great lens though through which to um, think about collaborating is to go, how do I collaborate with people that inspire me? Not just people who maybe do this task or who can fill this role, yeah. but how do I collaborate? I mean, I guess art like in life, hopefully we would want to be around the people and we would find ourselves being around the people that bring the best out of us. I mean, whether that's in a romantic relationship or I you agree. Know, like you said, with our families, it's like, how do we how do we get around the people who are going to allow us to flourish? Um, and the same is true um, in, in that you know, in any of artistic crafts. H- have yeah. you, Mina, ever seen the movie Walk the Line? Uh, with uh, Johnny Cash? Yeah, yeah. About Johnny Cash? Of course. Yeah. Yes, I love that movie. So <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorite scenes in that movie, and I, I, uh, I too, like that's a movie for me. If ever it's on television, I, I kind of just cancel that's whatever, a great movie. <laughs> whatever other plans <laughs> I had. It's, you know, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix and, uh, and Reese Witherspoon yeah. is also just absolutely phenomenal. Um, yeah, and it's the story of Johnny Cash's kind of rises and falls. But there's this yeah. one scene where and the love. No, I thought it was a lot about love too. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And about and in some ways, it, it feels like it's about how love enabled him to create again because yes. he kind of like like derailed. things that inspire us. I yeah. think so. It's very important. And and one of my favorite scenes in that movie, he's he hasn't recorded any music yet, and he kind of barges his way into this little rinky dink kind of irrelevant music studio and he gets in there with his band and they're in front of this record producer or whatever and he starts playing this kind of old-time gospel song or something and the record producer is like completely uninterested totally indifferent he's just like you got anything else and johnny cash in the movie he basically asks him he says what's wrong with my my music with my old-time gospel and he goes the problem is I don't believe you. And to me, like that idea, like when I think about what are the things that inspire me, um, whether it's people or, or art, um, you know, regardless, what are the things that inspire me? To me, that 
indefinable quality is believability. That it's when you're around someone and you, you go, they're talking or they've written something and you read it or you see a painting and you see it and you go, I just believe it. It feels like it's real. It doesn't feel like it's manufactured. It feels like it's kind of crying out from like a deeper place. And for me, I know that that's like, I mean, that, that's, what I ho- that's what I strive for. Like in, yeah. in my own craft and even in my life. Yes, you want people <laughs> to believe it. It's true. Yeah, and, and, and like and, everything, yeah. And to strive to even reach a point where I mean again, going back to kind of the conversation about inhibitions, where um I don't allow my sense of self consciousness, my sense of insecurity to cloud my ability or contaminate my ability to deliver, whether it's in words or in a conversation, what it's is true. true. So I don't feel like I have to like Dress it it's up. It's so hard because, of course, we all have insecurities and we all feel like, you know, sometimes you want to do the best and you're not, sh- of course, like when you really want to do the best, I think that's the hardest because you question yourself so much. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in life, of course, we had those situations when you want to do the best and you really screw it up <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God, yeah. this is not the best. Yeah, like, right. this is the worst. <laughs> but, you know, like, and then you learn. I think mistakes in life are sometimes important hmm. and then you keep going on and on and then you know you get better at it and people believe you <laughs> now you mentioned this before um how really um you know, i think you mentioned it at the outset of your venture into modeling i mean the, the rejections like yeah. like um i mean how have you learned to stomach that part of the process? Um, one of the first advice I got when I started this job was from actually from a person who found me. He's a really good friend of mine and he's the one who introduced and opened the door for me. Mm. And um, he told me that in this job, nothing is personal and it's all business. And it's not that they don't like you. It's not about, it's not about you, it's about them. It's mm. about, it's, you're not right for every kind of project. You're not right for every kind of thing. You can't do everything and you can't be in all places. So it's like you just have to, you know, do your best and find mm. the people who, you know, find the right things for you, right projects, and then mm. the right people, the people who like you. Not everybody can like you. That's yeah. like impossible. <laughs> right. Like, right. <laughs> so like it's nothing personal. Sometimes it's just yeah. the business. And that's how I learned. Like I, mm. I was like, okay. I'm like that's that sounds really great. <laughs> Fine, I can get on board with it. <laughs> the fact that you're able to compartmentalize that I way, mean, Mina, I, yeah. I I feel like I am. But I am, sometimes uh, it's super hard because yeah. it's something that you really want, and mm. you know it would really help your career. It mm-hmm. would boost your, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and you. A lot of times you don't get them, but then mm. there are th- times you get them, yeah. and you know you just find a way to be grateful and. Move forward. Yeah. I definitely learned that. Just move forward. Do you consider yourself a sensitive person? Um, not really. Sometimes. Like, I think, like, my job, like, sure, I, I can get sensitive about it because mm. sometimes it's a lot about, it can be about deeper things, but it can be about superficial things. And mm. that you're like, oh, okay. Mm. Like, if someone would tell me that I'm a bad person, I would be, like, totally not sensitive about it. I'd be like, you haven't, you don't know me. Okay. Like, you have no idea what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. But if someone would tell me, I don't know, like, you know, like, in this job, like, oh, you, you got fat or, like, something like that, <laughs> I would be, like, so sensitive about it because mm. it's, again, you know, the job or something. They're like, your hair doesn't look good or something. Mm. Like, that would more, like, offend me than, like, deeper things 
which you know I think yeah that's I think that's better have, I choose that <laughs> have you have you had yet and and correct me if I'm wrong so you're yeah. you're ten, 10 years, ten years. About into this which is which is really remarkable yeah I mean have you had a moment in that decade where um, either a setback or a disappointment yes, caused, caused you to think? But but even one to the point where you're like, I, I don't know if I want to yeah, do this anymore. Yeah, there, there was a point where I was just like, okay, I'm done. I went back. I went to finish my college. Mm. Just, I was like. What was it, though, that caused you to say I'm done? Uh, I think just like me, like I, I mm. wasn't doing my best. I think it, it was me like in a way and mm. then also this job puts a lot of pressure in you in a way that it's so it can be so like mentally and physically that you're mm. like okay like this is not working anymore mm. for me I'm not happy with what I'm doing mm. or I'm just getting these jobs that I don't think that are making me happy I don't feel yeah. creative in doing only this stuff you know mm. so you, you I just like took a step back and I was like okay I have to go and do something else for a little bit I mean, I was still modeling. I would do the weekends and stuff because mm-hmm. in Europe, it's easy. Everything is so close by. Okay. But, you know, like I definitely did like a two year, like had a break and like, you know, gather myself. Yeah. Then I finished that stuff. And then I was like, damn, I really miss New York. My yeah. friends, I miss yeah. my job. I'm yeah. like, this sucks. So <laughs> I kind of, I came back and like, you know, started all over again. Hmm. And it was great. Like, I'm happy I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's such a I mean, I feel like anybody who's in any sort of uh, I mean, whether they're creative as a vocation or even just creative as a as a hobby or a pastime, I think we all hit those points yeah. when it's like I want to quit. And I feel like in my profession, it, it's very common hmm. because these gr- we come very young. We come at 16 and a hmm. lot of girls don't know how to cope. Hmm. With that, and if you don't have a good agency and and family and friends to guide you in the right way, in the right direction, yeah. I think a lot of girls get lost. Hmm. You know, like just like they're not han- they're not able to handle all the pressure yeah. that's put right. on them. Hmm. So you know, sometimes they just have to like leap for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, grow up, get mm-hmm. stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, realize yeah. it's not impersonal mm-hmm. and come back. Mm-hmm. And you know, they do better. Yeah. So it's sometimes I think it's good to take a step. Back. I remember this moment, Mina, and I I was um I was probably 2 years into writing full time and I received this really for me at the time what was a really just scathing criticism and um this one I I'm probably um I don't know, I think you raise an interesting question is it the superficial criticism that hurts more or is it the substantive one? And I think, sadly, what at, in that era of my life, and, and so this was um, about eight years ago now, I think I assumed if anybody said anything about me, they were right, even if they didn't know me. And I received this really hard piece of criticism, and my wife and I were living in Austin, Texas at the time. And I remember crawling up <laughs> on the kitchen counter and laying there and just crying and and just wanting to go why why am i doing this like why like yeah. is this is this worth it if it's going to reduce me a you know at the at the time I, I don't know i mean 28 years old so as a 28 year old boy you know as a 28 year old boy is it worth it to me if i'm if i'm curled up on my kitchen counter um and and crying and then i'm so devastated by by what this person has said to me but but to your point um, even as I think about that moment, you know, my incredibly strong 
and wonderful uh, wife and a couple incredible friends were the were the ones who even even in that moment were just like I don't know ab- able to tell me what was true and what wasn't and able to kind of diffuse um, that critical voice and to kind of encourage me to to get back up and try again and I don't know I think that's I think creative lives they have the potential to become so isolating yeah. you know because like you said I mean. Um, a lot of times it's all on you, even if it's a collaboration. It's like yeah. you got to deliver. It's like, of course, like if you put yourself out there, like with writing, with anything, it's it's normal that yeah. you'll get like, you know, like some critics. But I think like, you know, it, out of that, you can learn so much. And I think, you know, it's it's good. It's good putting yourself out there. I always yeah. say, even if it means you'll get hurt, but you'll also get, you know, some good stuff out of it. Yeah, right. I think it's, you know, in the end, it's worth it. And I, it's like people's opinions don't make who you are. I mm-hmm. think so. You know, they just can like, I like when people give me advice, opinions. I don't mind them. But I'm like a critic. Sometimes I'm like, of course, cold to them, but I accept them. I have to say, like, I'm like, okay, maybe you guys are right, this and that, <laughs> you know. But it, I feel like it pushes me for better, like yeah. you said. Yeah. Like, there's people around you that support you, and then, like, you're like, okay, maybe this guy is not right, but, you know, I'll <laughs> yeah. make him be wrong. Yeah. And that's or, what it is. And, 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 and then going, or maybe that person is right, but then yeah. what do I do about it? I mean, yeah. either, either way, I, I, think, I think the creative process creates this environment in which our character can develop and has to develop. I mean, kind of like you said, if you're 16 and thrust into this world of pressure and expectations and it's boom, the lights are on, you've got to deliver now. Yeah. It's like to be able to develop not only that craft, but that um, character along the way. I mean, that's that's one of the great things about it. One, so I was thinking about this as I was um, looking through your uh, your portfolio. Um, and my first question is, do you look at do you ever look at your kind of the history of, of your work? Do you, how do you how do you feel when like, you do that? Uh, uh, I don't know. I, it feels good. You know, like it brings some memories, good and bad, I have mm. to say. I'm really proud of what I do and my job, you know, mm. and when. I don't know, even I, when I go to these things and, like, people and what do you do? And I say, oh, I'm a model, you know. Mm. Not everybody is, like, because I feel like now, like, every other girl is a model. But <laughs> in New York, at least. In New York, it, It's like, you know, like, you, you've, but I'm like, no, I'm very proud of what I do. And I think my job in, you know, it's important to me and it's important to my family. I got to support myself, I, yeah. them, you know. Yeah. So I feel like there is a higher, like, goal here and mm. end game for me. So I'm, you know, and when I look at what I did, I'm like, wow, this is great. I mean, so many things. And I feel, I keep saying like 10 years, hmm. 10 years, you know. And hmm. then I'm like, it went by so fast. But hmm. then when I look back, I'm like, oh, my God, I did so many things. Yeah. I feel like first time in my life, I can't remember all the people. I, I would go sometimes and they're like, oh, we work together. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry that I don't remember. Yeah. But I meet new people on daily basis. Yeah. So, you know, mm. it's like, it, yeah, 10 years, a lot of stuff done. But I, I'm, I love it. And I think, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I think that's such an important thing that, like, the, I, 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 I honestly was expecting you to say you don't look at, at your old work. That's what I was oh, expecting. Yeah, no. But the fact that you do, <laughs> like, there's so much to learn. It is. Like, it also, back. like, inspires you in some way. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, wow, I did that. You yeah, know, like yeah. something like that. 
it's it's uh, yeah, it's good and hopefully you know like other girls who want to do this see sometimes my pictures and mm -hmm. they'll be inspired. How how do you feel when you look back on some of your work and you don't like it and you're you're not satisfied with what you did in that moment? Um I don't know, I just pass on. <laughs> I just like <laughs> look through page. it. Yeah, I'm like next page, true. I think so. Or yeah, I I uh a lot of times there there are some jobs that I wish I'd done better. Mm -hmm. But I think because of exp I, I I was like putting it too much high expectation on myself. Hmm. I think that they didn't, I got lost. I wasn't like doing my job. I was more like worried about what they would like think. Like I would want yeah. them to like me too much. Yeah. So sometimes that's like not good too. Of yeah, course right. they can sense that, and it's hmm. it's not. You don't want no one wants that kind of people <laughs> around, <laughs> right. right? Right. So I would see and I would like feel. Oh, I wish I'd done things differently but mm. you know it's all in the past and, and that, like and it's it's i don't know i mean i think in, in on my days when i'm stable in my head which is like i don't know maybe maybe 50 percent of the days <laughs> when i when i look back on my on my old work i i think um even in the moments where i go oh i can't believe i thought that way I can't believe I was aesthetically or stylistically drawn to that. That's normal. Like we're growing, <laughs> our like yeah, opinions change, exactly. our tastes change. I feel exactly. like it's it's normal. But yeah. that's a that's a fear. I, you're you're so right, and I know that I know <laughs> objectively. I know that the healthy perspective on that is to go, hey, looking back on work we've created is a great way to celebrate the growth we've had yes, since, right? I agree. And to go, wow, like I, I, the fact that I could do that maybe differently now or that I would look at it differently now or, um, you know, that I, that I may have a broader arsenal of words to use now isn't reason to berate 26-year-old Josh. Yeah. Maybe it's a reason to celebrate that, that I've worked hard in the 10 years in between exactly but, but mina absolutely mina you're like my you're like my therapist therapist model <laughs> mina <laughs> right here but that's not what i do usually like i tend to take a very um a very self-loathing very draconian very severe look on who i was and blame that person for not being better rather than going hey that's the best you could do that's the way you saw the world then yeah. and giving myself room to evolve as a human being. That's, I don't, I don't do that That's how it well. goes. Like, you know, like when your mom always told you not to do some things mm -hmm. and you did them anyway. <laughs> and now when I look back and I'm like, my mom was every time right when she told me those <laughs> things. Like the older I get, I go home and I'm like, mom, you were totally right. Like yeah. for anything that she told me, I'm like, you're totally right. Hmm. Like, you know, it's like when you're a kid, you all you want to do, you want to grow up. I'm like, hmm. now I would go like 21 and redo some things that I know now, <laughs> you know, like, and your mo my mom is always telling me, you'll get where I am. Hmm. I was where you are. Yeah. So like, listen to me. But yeah. of course, you know, you don't listen always. Of course. So it's like that, like you're growing up and you're like, oh my God, you know, things different. They, they evolve and it's good. What are you most proud of in your life, Mina? Not uh, just your work, just your, your life as a yeah. whole. Uh, I would say uh, my family, you know, mm. they make me really proud. My friends, I think my friends here are my family. Mm. I would say when I have, a, I have a problem, I don't call my mom. I call my best friends. Mm. It's like they're yeah. here. What my mom yeah. can do from back home. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think that and my work, it's just like, I don't know. Uh, it's such a like hard question to answer. Yeah. I think like, what are you proud of? Yeah. Um, 
Do you have any regrets? Uh, of course, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I have to think about it. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? We all have regrets. We all, we, we all, yeah, we, we all, all have. I wish like uh, many things I could have handled differently, more yeah. mature in a way. Hmm. Um, with me, I'm very easy person, but like once you like cross that line, it's so hard for me to go. Like you have to go back. Yeah. So sometimes I wish I would be less stubborn and in those kind of ways. But, you know, that's who I am. It's like sometimes you just got to follow who you are. Yeah. Well, and and I mean, you you clearly have, a, I mean, a gift in, in this realm. I, I was I've always had a uh, like when I think about what are the art forms that tend to move me. Um, I, oddly enough, it it a lot of times is not literature or books. It's not written words. It is sometimes. Um, but a lot of times it is, um, you know, visual art whether that be cinema or a painting or a sculpture or um, an image captured, you know, photographically. And I was kind of thinking, like, why Like, why is that? Like, what? what is that? And I, I tend to do this. Like, I kind of spiral down into the abyss and go, like, what, why, <laughs> why am I moved by that? And I don't know, that may be beneficial, it may not. But um, I was thinking about this. And, and I think what's so interesting about photography, even different than, like, film, is that a photograph, like a photograph of you or whatever, it's capturing what would oftentimes otherwise be a moment completely missed because it passes by in a millisecond or whatever it is. And it freezes that one millisecond and allows someone to relive that moment. It, I mean, it's like that that image circumvents like the constricts of time yeah. and allows me to like engage this like tiny little moment it's like it makes this fleeting moment something that i can experience no for it's a i think it, that's pretty great you're right you're absolutely right it's pretty you know like when we choose that one image we we take like hundreds mm -hmm. to choose that one yeah like finding that one that would actually that's so great what you said like that's what we always expect we always hope that our work or something will touch the person who sees it in yeah. any kind of way or form. Mm -hmm. I think like a bad and good criticism is great. I, I just don't like non-reaction. I mm. think reaction is better than not having any. So like, yeah, when we do that work, it all comes to that one image that you're going to find and people will hopefully react in a good way. Are there particular emotions that you're better or that you feel, um, I don't know, are more natural for you to draw on? Yeah, you know, like, I like doing crazy stuff, I would mm. say. Like, I like when people tell me, do whatever you want. <laughs> like, jump around, laugh, yeah. you know, like, pinch yourself. I don't know. Like, I like when there is more, like, interaction than just, okay. like, sitting there. Do you like do you because like Because then that's, like, more, like, emotional. Yeah. When you're just, like, sitting there and you're like, okay, like, you go in your head yeah. so much. But when you're doing things and you're having fun, obviously, mm -hmm. I mean, at least I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you don't have time to think about that so yeah, much. Right. So things just come to you, like, yeah. you know, like a pop, 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 pop. Uh -huh. So you're, like, just going for it. Yeah. And it's like, you know. Do you like drawing on sadness? No. I don't know. What I'd about say. anger? What about anger? Do you like drawing on anger? Um, anger, yeah, that's interesting. Like, I definitely, I think when I'm angry, I'm also sad. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Because, like, I get so angry sometimes with some things, and I'm like, it makes me sad that, you know, like, things made me angry or something. I hmm. think it, it more goes in that way. 
even if with my job, like, you know, not, it's like in, in the world, like, not everybody's nice. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you're like, why are they so mean to me? I'm just a human being, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, right. so I get angry about it, but I also mm. get a little bit sad. And sometimes at work, that comes like, good, because I'm like, I'm going to show them how this is done. <laughs> they like have no idea who just showed up, <laughs> you know, so sometimes anger, it's, it's not particularly a bad thing. Yeah, you know, sometimes absolutely. it pushes you. Absolutely. Uh, sadness, uh, I don't really like it. I hate, I hate it. Hmm. I'm like not a big fan of that. Hmm. I grew up with my, without my dad, so like hmm. he passed away when I was seven. So hmm. the whole thing about being sad, like hmm. I'm like, no, it's done, hmm. you know. So how did he yeah. pass away? Just an accident at work. Yeah, just yeah, out of the blue. How it was it was a tough. Yeah. My mom, yeah, she was a single mom, just two of us. But as I said, I have an amazing family. I can't say that my childhood was sad because my mom did such a great job. She was like five parents, not mm -hmm. one, you know, at the same time. So, mm -hmm. you know, I don't think that like overclouds anything. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was, of course, the worst thing, but, yeah. you know, something nice came out of it. Like, do you have it grew any, super strong. Do you have any uh, favorite memories of your dad? Of course, like I think um, he took us. I, there was like you know like these uh, little carnivals that would come to town. <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. would take us, and there was like yeah. these donkeys that you would get on, and like he would ride them. So I vividly remember that really well. And um, you know, like and yeah, like the seaside vacations. You always remember mm. that, like mm. swimming. You know, someone <laughs> le learning you like that was a big moment for yeah. me because <laughs> my sister was very athletic and she would be the first one. Of course, she's older, but she was always super athletic. I was like, I, I was like afraid of everything, like the ball and like the things, like more quiet. Mm. So everything took time for me. And, you know, and they didn't mm. mind. Of course, they like invested in like, you know, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. those things are really memorable, like riding a bike and like swimming. That was, yeah. Pretty great. One of my favorite, my, my dad died nine, nine years ago. And one of my favorite things my dad would do as a kid. And when I, when I look about like, uh, you know, when I, when I look back in gratitude for the ways my parents it just instilled kind of whimsy and imagination in my life, my dad would do this thing. We, we would go to this, um, we grew up near Chicago and we would vacation in Wisconsin. It was like out in the middle of nowhere, trees, all dirt roads and we would go and sw and we'd swim in this lake all the time and it was not uncommon for my dad to kind of swim off by himself and then he would just vanish and then you would be kind of in the shallow and then you'd feel something <laughs> grab yeah, your yeah. ankle and my dad would come out and he'd have seaweed on his head and on oh. his shoulders and he just kind of had this like um I, I don't know he he just taught me though I didn't know it as a kid he taught me to value imagination and how imagination and creativity, not only how it can benefit you, but how giving that away to others can benefit them. And those are some of my best memories of my dad is how he was just kind of willing to do whatever it took creatively in order to bring, I don't know, good to the people around yeah. him, you know. Where do you get your sure. creativity from, Mina? Not fam my family. None of them are like into anything creative, I have to say. <laughs> That's definitely true. But I was always that, I don't know. I think it's just came to me. 
Yeah. Uh-uh. Was it always modeling? I mean, did you were you musical? Did you ever think about being That's like in theater? Th- I, I, I was really, I was a nerd in school. So like school was like really great to me. I okay. cannot sing at all. Really? I was not musical, but I loved music. And I love all the sports. I love watching them, but I can't play any. I'm like, I'm like so anti-talented. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so great. This career found me because yeah. like my heights finally has sense. Why <laughs> I got so like tall? Because like they would push me so much in school because I was always so tall. But I was like, no, bold, not my way. Like yeah. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> so creativity, I don't know. I always loved painting and and mm. stuff like that. And I, I would just like. My house would like be circled or like would be, you know, like every yeah. house would be like a square, <laughs> but mine would be different. I saw mm. them in different ways. And I think like as a teenager, it's like, you know, it's hard to like really focus on that. You would like have other priorities, I feel mm-hmm. like. It's also the school was very important to me. I was like, mm. OK, I have to like be the best at it and yeah. just do it. Mm. And then this job came along and then traveling, I think a lot of different cultures really inspired me and meeting Mm. these people with different Mm. backgrounds, different looking, Mm. you know, like different beliefs. Mm -hmm. It like allowed you to be whoever you wanted to be. Mm. So I was like, shit, this is so cool. (laughs) I'm like, I can be whoever I want. And my job like allows me to transform into these different characters. Mm. Uh, Like, for example, acting, I don't think I could ever do it. Like, Mm. I feel like if I would have to like talk and like, I'm like, oh, no, like modeling, it somehow comes so naturally to me. Hmm. But acting, I feel like I would suck. I would not be. <laughs> so in modeling, it's so great because you get to like play these characters mm-hmm. and you get to play them for this little bit of time. Mm-hmm. And you have to do the best you can with that. And like it all has to come in this one picture. Yeah. Right. right. So it's like it's really exciting in a way. It's really and like, you know, once you like. Once I got to travel and see, like, come first time in New York and, like, see everything, you're like, mm-hmm. whoa. You know, I traveled so many places. It's, you know, so you feel inspired by, I feel like, every day. Yeah. That's what it is, I feel like. Well, and for me, like, I find that, like, the, I mean, you kind of mentioned it in terms of the places you've been able to go and just the fact that it is a great big world. Yeah. But the friction of ideas, like, when you come across things that are different than what you knew or different than the way you saw it or people who live differently, think differently, act differently, different art, different politics, different worldview, all those things I find um, so inspiring. And they find yeah. I, I find that those things keep my kind of internal life really fertile. And when I tend to start to stagnate or dry up um, creatively and, and even just in terms of my own joy – it tends to be when I'm in a more homogenized environment where it's like, well, are we going to go to Olive Garden or, you know, Applebee's? Like, <laughs> like when that's kind of the spectrum, not only from a cuisine standpoint, but just from a life standpoint, yeah. I don't I don't tend to thrive in that. Um, so I tend to uh, need environments yeah. where there's just a wide breadth of, of people and thoughts around me. And, and that you know, to your point, I mean, that that comes through in your work. I mean, you 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 I get I don't know if. It's a little bit of a cliche term, but you have that kind of chameleon quality in your Thank work you. where it's like yeah. you can be you can be this or you can be you can be this. It's like you can look I really, try my best. You can look really <laughs> menacing in some in some pictures, which is awesome. And then you can yeah. look so so tender in others. And that I really have, is yeah, I have to talent. say, yeah, that's my uh, good side. Like that's a good part of this job that you can be both 
you know? Yeah. Sometimes with a too specific look, it's, like, too crazy. You know, like, it's hard to, like, change. Do you ever... I got lucky. Do you ever find that you lose sense of who you are in the midst of being so many different people? Uh, no, not at all. I feel like those people are me hmm. I, in terms, you know, like, and I just get to do them, you know, I get to do myself, like, that character or something. I find it interesting. I think it's really great. I really enjoy it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and to be able to, I suppose all those people are just different little dimensions yeah. and corners of it's all, something of who that you, you can find in yourself you know and yeah. you're like okay like now i'm this or this or yeah you know you're more strong they want mm -hmm. more like smiley and mm -hmm. more angry and you know and then you get to wear these beautiful clothes i have to say <laughs> like it makes you really yeah. feel good like yeah. people really right. put you in character like you know the makeup the yeah. hair mm. these people are really creative mm -hmm. like you get to you know of course we do jobs that are just boring and pay the bills and sure. they're like simple you know but mm -hmm. of course you have to do that and then you do this stuff and it keeps you you know going i i did like this shoot that i was like covered like my whole face like this face paint like it was one of the most amazing shoots i did like mm. with different just things all going all over like it was really great <laughs> <laughs> Well, and what a what a unique what a unique thing to get to do. One, I remember one day I was writing. It's a it's a book I'm writing now. And my my wife came home from work. We were living in Charleston, South Carolina at the time. And I have to do a lot to work myself emotionally to the point where I can create in a way that is symmetrical to the characters that I'm writing. And so on this particular day, I actually dressed up like one <laughs> of the characters. So my, cool. so, so my wife my wife came home. You know, God bless her. And I had, I mean, I, I have, you know, tattoos from my elbows up to my shoulders, but I had drawn all over my hands. And I, I don't remember if I'd drawn on my, on my neck. And I was wearing these really, <laughs> these really strange, strange clothes. I had like a, like a, I don't remember if it was a like a, oh, like a boa or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And my, and my wife came home and I mean, she's, she's so supportive and she loves me enough to know, just leave him be, yeah. just let, let him, let him be in his little universe for a That's while. That's very important. But, but that it, it is. And, and I, I don't know, I'm, there is something about how a physical transformation, at least for me, even in the tiny little ways I do it, nothing compared to you, how it helps me access the emotions that kind of match up with the yeah. exterior, you know? <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting how little things can, like, you know, like, yeah. get us somewhere where we need to be, you know, even yeah. if it's just dressing up as this character. Absolutely. And it is. That's what my job essentially comes to, you know, like... I'm dressing up all yeah. day long, you yeah. know, right. to be this and create this, and yeah. I love it. Well, we're almost out of time, but I, I wanna I wanna ask you a couple more questions. A couple mm -hmm. things going to know. If you weren't if you weren't modeling, what do you, what what would you be doing? You mentioned painting before. I mean, but if you weren't modeling, yeah, no, what would I you be really doing? love interior design, and that's something I studied and I really enjoy it. But you know, like how time passes, I'm like, oh my god, that's another job that you. Of course, you have to start everything from zero. But I I don't know. You know, I've been thinking about it a lot because yeah. I feel like I'm 27 and I don't feel like I, I'll be doing this forever or either that I want to. I think mm. it's a great ride and a great thing. They gave me a really good platform, but I need something else mm. just so I don't have to travel every month. Yeah. I don't have to, yeah. like, you know, be on someone mm. else's clock all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, those are, like, really, like, 
not a good sides of modeling. It's like hmm. you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, where yeah. you're going to go. And yeah. so hmm. I feel like if you want a like, more stable kind of thing, uh, I don't know. Hmm. I would like to boss people around. I think that would be great. <laughs> I need something, some place where I can be, okay, this is what we need to do, people, and, yeah. you know, put them in the right direction. We'll see. That, hey, there's, there's, I think there's a lot of, op- there's a lot of options. There's a lot of options with that. I know. I'll find something. So you mentioned, okay. you mentioned the travel. I mean, does that ever get lonely? Oh, for sure, of course. You know, but for me, it's like when I get on the plane and when I have to travel, I, I feel like it's part of the job. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm working right now, you know, like yeah. even though I'm traveling and yeah. things like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like it sucks when you're on that plane for like 15 hours, mm. you know, all alone. Mm. But also, you know where you're going, you know, and you get there and then it's work. And then, you know, sometimes these travels is so like three days. Yeah. I'm going to Hong Kong for two days, one day shoot or like yeah. I'm going to Seoul to do a Chanel show, which is like three day trip. And, you mm-hmm. know. But it's also a really good side and a bad side. The bad side is that they can happen, like they can call me now and be like, okay, mm. pack your things, you're leaving tonight, it's the last mm. minute, you have to work tomorrow. And you're like, okay, fine. You have to like, kind of like left off where you like, whatever you were doing today and yeah. just go on. But that's my life now. That's why I think I should transition, yeah. you know, <laughs> later on in something else. So I get to be my own boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I would think that, sometimes that scares me, like the, the I mean, none of us is like ultimately in control. It's like anything, anything could happen to yeah. any of us in any moment. True. Um, but that, but I like the illusion of being in control. I like feeling like I'm in control. Like, like Mina, I had people this, like that. I I, I, I love it. I'm a big, I wanna, I'm a, I I'm a big, get there I'm a too. Fan of it. <laughs> I want to get there too. I but like I have the this with my boyfriend. Like we started living together back in March and. I'm always like, he's like when we have plans and we go to dinner and he's like, what's the plan later? What are we doing? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, just go with the flow. So he's like, maybe like your job or I don't know what to make you that way. But he wants to know what's going on to make a plan, be like, you know, I'm like, I don't know. We're just going for dinner. And he's like, yeah, but what after? I'm like, are we going to go home? Are we going to go out or something's (laughs) going to happen? I don't know yet. The fact that you are able to let go of control is, is part of what makes you such Oof. a not not only an, yeah. uh, you know an amazing woman but an amazing Thank artist you. and Mina it, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to say your name one more time I've tried it like three times now so please go <laughs> Mina Svetkovic okay yes Mina Svetkovic really <laughs> Mina good. Svetkovic thank you so much thank uh, you for, so much for, for spending uh, this time with me you are amazing thank you so much thank you for having me it was my pleasure thanks so much for listening to the marrow to find me on social media for upcoming live appearances or to buy a book you can visit joshreebach.com please join me again next week